It's fresh cookies. Damn, my stomach hurt. Must be all this NFL. Welcome to Fresh Cookies. I'm your host, Neri Rodriguez. You know the deal. If you're not, follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's at Fresh Cookies Show. On Twitter, it's at Fresh Cookies Pod. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have a mad fun on all platforms. You should get involved. I apologize for my hiatus last week. Had a big work project. That's no excuse, however. I just have bills. And I can't be fucking around out here. Before we jump to anything, the headline this week, Steelers and Titans canceled because Tennessee had a coronavirus outbreak. You know, they they didn't say who specifically spread it or had it. I'm going to look towards Ryan Tannehill. That's still Miami. Yeah, it's a bummer. Looks like they're going to move the game to either Tuesday or Wednesday, which is great if you're doing content because you need another day of football. And who really needs sleep, right? I'm talking shit right now. But more football is always good. It's funny because these two teams are doing kind of a reversal. I expected the Steelers to be booty this year, and they've surprised me. Their defense looks pretty solid. And as for the Titans, I thought their offense was going to be unstoppable. To call them stoppable would be an understatement. Starting with Steven Goskowski. I know he just went 6-for-6 in his last game, but there's no reason Tennessee should have been in that game with the Broncos. Like, Philip Lindsay goes down. They didn't have Von Miller. And y'all just played like the, the reigning soup like the reigning Super Bowl champs. No reason for it at all. Making me look stupid. Picking y'all to beat a team that no, no premier quarterback. I got to give Drew Locke credit. I mean, he's not starting right now. He's injured. We'll get into that in a bit. You got to handle your business, though. I'm like four or five miss, miss field goals, how, however many there were. That's easy points, bro. And on top of that, I know the Denver defense not that bad, but how are y'all not scoring with Derrick Henry? Come on, Tennessee. When they do resume this matchup, though, I like the Steelers. They look a little more... I don't even know if they, they seem a little more established. They're just gelling. And Ben Roethlisberger, all that scared talk coming in, playing pretty well. They also haven't played nobody crazy, so he's he's got a... He doesn't need a fire lit underneath him, but... Time to start showering with some steel wool and toughen up. Yeah, we fucked up and missed week two, but just a quick recap. It was the week of the injury, everybody getting hurt. 
uh, the entire 49ers, it seemed like. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Michael Thomas from the Saints. I know I'm probably missing more, but the 49ers taking the biggest hit, I think. They lose Nick Bosa for the entire year, torn ACL. The worst cliche in sports. We hate that. And I think the biggest takeaway from all this, and it's not nothing new. Other people have said it, but from my personal observation, preseason has never been more important. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Why do we need a preseason? The shit's boring. We don't even get to see all the superstars play. Well, this is why. Torn ACLs, uh, pulled hamstrings, my wrist hurts, he won't share with me. The list goes on. This is why you need to play those four games before the start of the NFL season. I'm sure a doctor, team, or, you know, regular life will agree that you can't go from limited to no contact because of those rules in training camp to just going out and playing like a grown-ass man at 200 miles an hour. It's not going to work. I don't want to use a car as an analogy because I feel like that would work. I was going to say, can you imagine taking out a brand new car and just flooring it and just ripping it on the highway, but that sound that actually sounds like fun, so I I take that back. However, with that being said, you got to put the right gas in the car and you need upkeep. You can't have it smelling like McDonald's and Mids. It's a sports car. Treat it like one. And I think in 2021 this issue is going to be addressed right out the gate. And who knows? Maybe maybe we'll get five preseason games or maybe three. Who knows? But it is important. Another interesting injury, Tyrod Taylor. Because now Justin Herbert, the starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers. Sad to see Tyrod hurt, but we wanted to see Justin Herbert. Like all the hype, can he transition to the NFL? Can he play under center? Yes. Yes. The boy good. And talk about what a test in your first start. You find out minutes before, and then you have to take on the reigning Super Bowl champs. And they played them well. And shout out to their defense. Kansas City got bailed out. Not so much bailed out, but they they won in overtime with that kick, which they should have also just beat the shit out of the Chargers. And they just let them hang around, which is why I picked them to lose against Baltimore. But we all know how that worked out. And I'll touch upon my disappointment there. But shout out to Justin Herbert. They, they got the Buccaneers this week, so we get to see the Youngblood versus the old blood, Tom Brady. And that's just one matchup in another great week in the NFL. All right, let's take a trip down memory lane. Week two, this is where I fucked up. Starting with the Vikings and the Colts. Thought Kirk Cousins would be able to handle Indianapolis, but apparently that's too much to ask. Making Phillip Rivers look nasty. Then there was the Washington football team taking on the Arizona Cardinals, which I said was going to be a great matchup and a tight one. 
And Kyler Murray was like, yeah, I don't think so. Playing tremendous in his second year. Patriots versus Seahawks. Cam gets stopped at the one, but I did say it was going to be a good game. So I didn't lie. All right. It goes without saying, watch out for the Patriots. Then the biggest blunder of the week, Monday Night Football, really thought the Saints were just going to open up that new arena in Las Vegas with an ass whooping, paint it red. Turns out that wasn't on the schedule. And shout out to Mr. Al Davis. The Raiders finally have a home, and it looks beautiful. Shout out to the Death Star. New Orleans without Michael Thomas, of course, but that's no excuse you're playing the fucking Raiders. A team whose highest paid asset is their coach. Like, what are you doing? My other shit was right, though. Giants versus Bears. Said Trubisky would be too much. Rams versus Eagles. Eagles are uninspired. And the Rams offense is a killer, not to mention two defensive player of the year nominees in Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. This one's a little blurry said Falcons versus Cowboys said Dallas is a lot better than people think plus Zeke the boy turns out they would have a historic comeback against the reigning clown shoes in the NFL the Falcons but they still win it and that fourth quarter was amazing Niners versus Jets we all know how that was gonna go Broncos versus Steelers really good defensive matchup but the Steelers just more established on offense. Jags versus the Titans. Thought Tennessee was going to play better, but I knew they were going to scrape by with a win. Nothing impressive. Lions versus the Packers. Pack was at home with Aaron Rodgers. Detroit. Don't come in here with that bullshit. Bills versus the Dolphins. Said the Bills were going to win, but they were going to do it sloppy. And they did. Beat them 31-28. Ravens versus the Texans. Ravens were going to stomp everyone. A whole lot of hooting and hollering about them. We all know how that played out. When Pat Mahomes slayed the bullies this week, just punched them right in the mouth in their home. How disrespectful. And the worst part, it'd be one thing if he was like a huge shit talker, but he was really nice about it. Like, how do you hate a guy like that? My brother and I were talking about this. Should be a rivalry game every time they meet up. And if that's the case, I'm looking forward to these teams playing each other in the next couple years. All right, jumping to week three. Now, I don't think anyone could have predicted this one, but I'd be lying, and you probably will too, if you said you're not surprised, because let's face it, we're going to start out with the Eagles and the Bengals. I picked the Eagles to get their first win of the season at home in front of the virtual crowd, which was, I think the Eagles are the only team in the NFL that has crowd noise booing their own team. Like Carson Wentz threw an interception and you hear the Philadelphia fans booing them. And then you wonder why Philly performs the way they do. Some shit circumstances. So yeah, Joey Burrow comes to town, puts on another show. 
as much as he can. The Rook, really impressive so far in his first season. And as, as much as I rag on him, I have to give Carson Wentz a lot of credit because he really brought them back in that game. And he's just putting his body on the line. And it, it seems a little apparent that he might get benched this year or so. Shout out to him doing everything he can. That's no excuse, though. Eagles coaching staff, what are you doing? I don't expect much from the Bengals, although they have impressed me. I thought even in their loss to Cleveland, they looked very impressive. And I'm excited, to say the least, to see what Burrow can bring to this league. So yeah, Philly special, they tie it up. No one likes that. I don't know if I can pick them going forward the rest of the year. That was just pitiful. Talk about putting it right in front of you and you drop the ball, no pun intended. But still some. Titans versus the Vikings, two teams that I had higher hopes for Once again, thought Kirk Cousins was going to get his first win of the season. I was wrong. And they let the Titans come in and take it 31-30. Minnesota still winless. Guess they really could use Stephon Diggs. Panthers-Chargers. Like I said, Chargers played the Chiefs very well. Didn't expect the Panthers to come in there. And get a win without Christian McCaffrey. Hats off to them. Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater doing their thangs. Lions Cardinals. Arizona defense impressing me. Like I said, Kyler Murray, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins. They go up against the Matt Patricia defense. And I'll give Detroit credit. They were on the road. Not sure how the empty stadiums play into that this year but I still think it's a factor you got to travel what the fuck you're getting on an airplane nobody likes that except for you sickos out there defense held AZ when it mattered most and the Lions pick up their first win of the season Packers Saints this was a tough game to pick because it it's two of the best teams in football in my opinion and the Saints were coming off that upset loss against the Raiders on Monday Night Football, and then they suffer another primetime television loss. Ouch. At least they'll get Michael Thomas back soon. And the biggest disappointment. Not a disappointment, per se, because the game highlights were amazing, but the Chiefs absolutely, positively, no doubt, smacking the shit out of the Baltimore Ravens, who I thought was the best team in football. Doesn't seem like it right now. And I hate that the media put so much of that game on Lamar Jackson because he was making those throws, damn it. Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown, drop specials. And granted, Mahomes doing shit no one's ever done before like shovel, like well people have done shovel passes and i don't i didn't i don't think i saw a no look pass from him in this one but the guy's huge he's mobile he's accurate 
talk about the accuracy. But he did what he was supposed to do, got all the praise. Andy Reid calling a beautiful game and got to give credit to Steve Spagnola. I haven't been giving the Kansas City defense their credit, but my man has done a tremendous job. And they're rolling on all, all facets of the game right now. Baltimore, though, whatever team meeting y'all have this week, lots of things need to be addressed, and it's not even physical shit on the football field. It's body language. It's effort. And it's the mental capacity to handle a high-pressure situation. If y'all can't beat the good teams, no need to hype you up anymore. Like, what are we doing? If that's the case, then even if they do have the best record going forward here, the Chiefs will win the tiebreaker, but we'll probably see an early playoff exit from Baltimore if they keep this up. Anyway, some of the positives. Thought the Dolphins were going to get their first win in dominating fashion. Happy to see them get theirs. Shout out Fitzpatrick. 49ers taking it to the Giants. Always love to see that. Browns getting an impressive win over Washington. I actually picked Washington to win that game. So Cleveland proving me wrong. But their offense started to get going. Glad to see that. But their time is limited. Raiders, Pats. New England taking care of the Raiders. Slashing all that. Monday night magic in half. Not as many highlights from Cam this week, but I know he's got something cooking. Bears at the Falcons. Where where do I start? I'm upset that Mitchell Trubisky got benched, but I'm glad to see Nick Foles getting new life. And in my opinion, I don't think that the Bears couldn't have come back if Mitchell was in there. But this lies more on the Atlanta Falcons. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You blow a three-touchdown lead against Dallas. Then you're up two scores on the Bears. And they come back with their backup, who's not really a backup because he's a former Super Bowl MVP. What is he doing there is the better question. Should have been a starter wherever he went. And I don't know, man. I think Dan Quinn's got to go this year. I know they don't have Julio. But you did just pick up Todd Gurley. And I'm a huge Matt Ryan fan. I wouldn't say huge. I support the dude. But might be curtains for him, too. He's got to pick it up. Rams versus Bills. I I knew this was going to be a great matchup. Would have said matchup of the week if the Chiefs weren't playing the Ravens. But even in the win, the Bills, they were creaming the characterless L.A. Rams. And then all of a sudden, they got lazy. And like they've been doing since the start of this season, Just playing sloppy turnovers, offensive line not blocking. And granted, it's tough to block Aaron Donald. But they just look so pussy. 
And if you didn't have Josh Allen, I don't, I don't know if that many young quarterbacks would have rose to the occasion. But shout out to him. He got them the win. But Bills, you're on the radar, bro. You're going to get an upset loss very soon. Oh, shit. Another one I was wrong. I Texans-Steelers. Like I said, Steelers D, been playing phenomenal to start the year. Nothing against them. I just thought Deshaun Watson was due. And after this year, this really might have to be the year where they pull the plug on Bill O'Brien because there's no reason this team should be winless. And granted, they played three good teams to start the season. So I'm not giving up on Houston yet. Strength of schedule does matter to me. With that being said, Bill O'Brien, protect your neck. Cowboys Seahawks. Now, I said the Cowboys are better than people think, but I thought this was poor on the Seahawks part. Just played my team so well, where they beat us only by five. And let's not forget DK Metcalf fucking up. Getting that um that fumble at the goal line that turned into a touchback instead of a touchdown. But I didn't think that the Cowboys deserve to hang this close with Seattle. I mean, I picked the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl and Russ to win MVP. And Russell Wilson balling out this year. How could you not make a case for him to be MVP? However, the Hawks still rolling. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do this year. Buccaneers at the Broncos. I knew the Bucs were going to win. They need a fucking tougher schedule. I'm sick of it. I know that's some Brady hate talking there, but I'm being serious. And I also say this like they didn't open up against the Saints. I'm watching you, brats. All right, well, without further ado... Let's get into this week's picks. NFL Week 4. What? Woo! This is Week 4. Thursday Night Football. Broncos versus the Jets. Let's be honest. No one wants to see this. Thursday Night Football. What the fuck are you doing? Always got the most simp matchups. Now, we open the season on Thursday Night Football, but that doesn't count. Because the Super Bowl champs have to play. Then we got the Bengals and the Browns, which actually turned out to be a good game. But then last week, really, Miami and the Jags. It was still entertaining to watch at some points. But come on. I want to know who was smoking what. The per- I want to know the person and what they were smoking that got to make the Thursday night schedule this year because the Broncos and the Jets, come on. Broncos, despite all their injuries, still playing very well. The New York Jets without Le'Veon Bell and a couple other pieces. They'll get Jamison Crowder back this week. I'll go out on a limb and be nice and take the Jets in this matchup. They're due for a win. As is the Broncos, I won't completely turn my back on them. But I'll take the Jets at home. Saints-Lions, Saints back-to-back losses. They probably didn't plan on that. 
They're going up to Detroit, who's feeling themselves after taking down the Cardinals. But Drew Brees is mad, and I think he gets up in that ass. New Orleans, Chargers versus the Bucks. We all know Tom Brady's going to shine, but I can't wait to see the vet versus the young Justin Herbert. Herbert, like I said already, very impressive. And even though Tampa Bay wins, I think the Chargers outshine some of their stars. Bucks, though. Jaguars, Bengals. I have to give it to the Jaguars and Garner Minshew. They, they've been exceeding my expectation so far. However, Joe Burrow playing sensational should be the rookie of the year. And he's due for a win, and I hope he gets it. Cincy, Vikings-Texans. Now, if you would have told me when the season started that both of these teams would be winless in week four, I'd say, eh, you might be right. But I had higher expectations for both of them. Minnesota, struggling, struggling right now. Uh, The Texans have run into... A lot of good opponents, so I can't really put it all on them. They're at home with Deshaun Watson, though. Hungry to erase that goose egg. I'm taking Houston. Seahawks-Dolphins, not even a question. Russell Wilson is about to go Michael Myers in this motherfucker. Six touchdowns for us, my prediction. Seahawks. Steelers-Titans. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. Duh. Suckers, get your house in order. Browns, Cowboys. Now, this is a good matchup. This is very evenly matched, I think. And shout out to the Cleveland defense. Haven't given them much credit. Miles Garrett back. Probably should have served more of a suspension, but whatever. He's back and killing it. Dak and Zeke doing what they do. More more Dak. Dak is Dak's been very impressive in a in a rough year for him, you know. Mentally, I think he puts on a show and Dallas takes this one in extraordinary fashion. Cardinals versus the Panthers. Now I can't lie, I feel like I've bet against the Panthers each week that they've played. And they're coming out with wins with no McCaffrey. So I give them credit. They're going up against A very good Arizona Cardinals team. And I'm riding with AZ this year. However, Carolina on a roll. I think they take it at home. Panthers. Colts Bears. Now, I might have taken the Colts if Nick Foles wasn't starting quarterback. But I think in his first game at the helm, he goes off. And it's a bloodbath. Bears. Ravens-Washington, obviously Baltimore is going to win this. They're still crying on their pillow after that ass-whooping they got in primetime. I think Lamar rallies the troops. They get on board and get a win against this unestablished team with a very good defense. But you're still on the chopping block, Baltimore. Ravens. Giants-Rams. Okay, this isn't going to take very long. The Rams. Fucking Giants whack this year. I had higher expectations for them, and they're letting me down. 
and I don't even really like their ass that much. So, Rams, Bills, Raiders. I would have said this would be a blowout at the beginning of the year, but both teams kind of flipping the script. The Bills are still amazing, but the Raiders have impressed me. That was a spectacular performance from Josh Allen and the boys. Really gave their all to get a huge lead, blow it, and then come back again. But I think that, and this week will be a learning experience as Las Vegas gets the upset win at home. Then, the biggest game of the week should have been the primetime game. Patriots-Chiefs. Yes, it's happening. Christmas has come early. And what other matchup, I mean, we just saw Baltimore. What other matchup could you want to see? As a Patriots fan, I couldn't wait to see the Chiefs again last year after what I deemed to be a bullshit win over us due to penalties. Had nothing to do with effort. Kansas City did did earn it. But the refs definitely on their side. But that was last year. This year, this is New England Super Bowl. This is what's going to define their team right now. I know it's only week four, but how they handled this game, win or lose, is going to show what they're made of. Pat Mahomes, the best in the game right now. Bill Belichick, still the best in the game right now. And I don't want to hear that, oh, well, they didn't win the suit. Listen, the motherfucker's in the big game every other year. I don't want to hear it. And Kansas City really rolling on all cylinders. I can't just say it's only Pat Mahomes. Because Kelsey's the boy. Tyreek Hill doing things along with Sammy Watkins. And the rookie running back killing it. Now, as for New England, Cam Cam's on, on the uprise, hopefully. He's playing for new life in the NFL. And I think he's done all right so far in the first three weeks. But this will be a good, this will be a very good test for how he shows his leadership qualities. Now, you know I can't go against my boys. I'm going to pick the Patriots. But the only way I think they win this is if they get that run game going. And they're going to have to do the impossible and force not one, but at least two turnovers from Patrick Mahomes. And that's if they even want a shot at beating the Chiefs at home. Pats, with a bit of luck sprinkled in there. All right, the quote-unquote primetime game. Eagles at the 49ers. I'm not even going to spend that much time on this because I'm appalled that this is the matchup. And if I could write... Yeah, that's right. I said write, handwrite, not not type up, handwrite a letter to the NFL and say, please switch this game with literally any other game, but preferably New England at Kansas City for the sake of this country. Eagles look abysmal right now. 49ers, I think, are limping to the barn, literally. Lots of injuries there. And no one really wants to see this. I think Wentz gets benched. And we get the new era of Jalen Hurts. I'm taking the Niners. Then Monday Night Football. Falcons, Packers. You probably already know what's going to happen. This is 
This is watching your friend get bombed at the bar and then asking for his car keys. It's just a bad idea. The truth is, no fans, doesn't matter. Packers are at home. They have Aaron Rodgers. Falcons couldn't stop a nosebleed, and even if they did, they'd probably get up on it and then fucking let it come back. But it's going to be a tough game for the Latchkey Birds. Packers. Like I said, these first three weeks of the NFL have been amazing, regardless of the blown leads and the comebacks and things of that nature. Not to mention the injuries. That's, come on. When you're playing someone, you don't want to see injuries. You want to take them out when they're at their best. So if anything can already be reiterated from the 2020 season, it's that we need preseason, damn it. I want to see these stars healthy. I appreciate the support y'all have been showing on social media. Love to bring you some great, funny NFL highlights. Funny's a strong word. Tolerable. Tolerable at best. Still, thank you. Have fun this week, y'all. Drink up. Roll something up. But be responsible and drink some water. Follow us on social media. On Instagram, it's at Fresh Cookies Show. On Twitter, it's at Fresh Cookies Pod. Like us on Facebook and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've been having a lot of fun doing the YouTube show. I usually just post one or two funny highlight clips on Instagram. But getting to do the whole show and getting a better grasp on what I want to bring y'all, it's been a lot of fun, so check that out. All right, I need to go get something to eat because when it comes to eating, the grind never stops. But I'll see you next week. I'm Neri Rodriguez, and you already know, it's Fresh Cookies. This is what's containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline. God, I got no play football for! The rules are simple. Cookies! Once you go in, you don't come out. It's fresh cookies!